Welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Canal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. Hello, crazy birds. I hope you guys are doing well. Thank you so much for tuning in for yet another episode of the Mama Earth Talk podcast. I am so happy to have you all here and really excited about today's guest. We have previously on this episode actually talked about green cleaning, why it is important. There's just so much to cover when it comes to that. So I was really excited to actually interview this next guest who is absolutely a fantastic human being. I've known her for quite some time and have been following her journey with her work, what she was doing. Yeah, I just can't wait for you guys to actually meet her and just like hear more about this like fantastic episode. So I'm going to dig right in. Our guest today is the co-founder of The Botanist, Dubai, a UAE-born brand offering a toxic-free botanical and eco-friendly home care and home cleaning range. During this episode, we really took a deep dive in what is The Botanist, why they are on a mission to actually eliminate toxins and single-use plastic, and what health benefits it has for us to actually remove these from our homes and our lives. Crazy birds, without any further ado, I would like to welcome Simona Sotivrovska. Hi, Mariska. So happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, you are most welcome. It's so lovely to see a familiar face. I mean, for Crazy Birds, I know you, you know, obviously from Dubai. We've had many, many uh, sustainable conversations over the years, which is great. But like for our Crazy Birds, that was not there on those conversations. Can you like tell us a little bit, like how did your sustainable journey actually start? So I'm glad you asked this question because it actually made me think a little bit about where that seed was planted. And I mean, first of all, I I grew up in New Zealand. So I've been in Dubai for about 10 years, but I grew up from a fairly young age in New Zealand. And New Zealand is a very environmentally conscious place. It's very eco-minded and it has been for such a long time. So when I was growing up there, I just remember everyone being very eco-minded. So, you know, even from the basics about how to recycle properly, it absolutely did not get picked up if you hadn't separated your your materials properly. You know, if you drop something that you shouldn't drop, someone will definitely tell you off. I mean, it was just, we just grew up in this kind of environment from 20 years ago. So, but even before that, I remember I must've been about six or seven and we were on a family holiday somewhere. We were on a beach I was with my mum at that moment and there was a young boy near us who was just playing on his own. He threw something that was in a plastic bag into the sea 
my mum saw that and then she <laughs> went over. I was pretty mortified for this young boy. <laughs> but she went over and she didn't, I mean, she was telling him off, but she very nicely asked him, why did you do that? Why did you throw that in the water? Because by that point it had, it had drifted away. And, and so she's having a conversation with him about, do you know where this ends up and why he shouldn't do that? So it was a really interesting moment, actually, when I thought about this question, because I remember that was the moment that it really planted a seed about everything we do, actually, it goes somewhere. It doesn't just disappear. It has a consequence. So that's kind of where the seed was planted. But then after that, when we moved to New Zealand, I was lucky enough to be in an environment where it taught me more and more about how how we should look after the environment and what little bits we can do individually to to make sure we're protecting it. Living now in the Middle East uh, for you, because obviously there's a lot of stuff, like even when I was there, you know, there's there's so many things that you're just like, ooh, okay, you know what, in our country, we would have done it this way. And here, like, you know, I don't know how, do we even recycle? So we get that questions like so often. So, I mean, it is, it's such a like whirlwind when you get thrown into a new country. Sometimes you don't speak the language and now you need to like maneuver yourself to like all of these habits that you previously had. Yeah, and you almost kind of find yourself because you come from an environment where it's a little bit more advanced, shall we say, with that kind of thinking, you know, even like the supermarket here, when they use, sometimes they use so many plastic bags unnecessarily. So you almost find yourself being in a position to have to kind of tell them, actually, you shouldn't do that because X, Y, Z, you know, you can use it. And there's so many different cultures here, of course. So it's, it's, it's quite strange to be confronted with a very different mindset about that kind of thing. But it is, you know, it has changed and it is changing for the better very quickly, which is obviously awesome. And I think it's, um, you know, there's little conversations you have as well, whether it's at the till or somewhere else about maybe next time they'll go, okay, I don't need to use so many plastic bags. I can, I can just use two. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I love that. And that's so, so important, you know, kind of having those conversations. And I remember a conversation that we had when you were still, with your old company and you were like, oh, you know, I would love to do something a little bit more sustainable and get into that. Fast forward a couple of years, here you are, you know, one of the (laughs) co-founders of The Botanist. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Is that correct? The Botanist. Yes. The Botanist. The Botanist. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, like tell us a little bit more about that. Like what exactly is that? I'll tell you how it started a little bit, if that's okay, just to set the I was lucky enough to meet uh, my now business partner and friend, Ruby. And she, this was a couple of years ago, she had already sort of created these products that she'd created from a need to find clean cleaning products for her family, for her kids. She wasn't happy with what she found on on the supermarket shelves. And we'll go into a little bit why that's important shortly. Um, But basically she decided to make her own at home. So she made her own cleaning products. She had created and designed the the label and the bottles that had a bit of a look and she was just doing it on her own from her kitchen at the point that we met and we trained in the same fitness group so we got to know each other she gave me a few of these products I started to use them and I just really fell in love with them they were so reading the ingredients list they were so clean they looked amazing smelled amazing we got to talking and you know I learned a little bit about Ruby and what she was doing and I felt really passionately about the products and about the having learned a little bit more about how important it is that we use green cleaning products. I asked her if she would like to do this together so that we grow the business together. I mean, she was 
a one-woman show and, and it was very small at the time. So she was delighted to, to do that. So then we started working together as co-founders. Uh, we developed the concept, we developed what is it that we really wanted to do with it. So effectively what, what it is, is a range of plant-based, natural, refillable, home cleaning and home care products. Um, they are made from uh, with essential oils, pure essential oils, no artificial fragrance, from Castile soap as a base, which is a vegetable-based soap. In our case, we use olive oil. It can be coconut oil. It can be any other vegetable-based oil. They are biodegradable. There's no harmful chemicals, no toxins. And they, um, importantly, they're refillable and eco-friendly. So we started with the home cleaning range to start with. So your kitchen cleaners, multi-purpose floor, etc. And recently we've added more of the personal care stuff as well. So we've got a hand wash, a sanitizer, room mist, and we've got a couple of other things coming soon. That's really fantastic. I kind of, you know, got to know a little bit about Ruby when I was a few years back and and I did try one of her products and I was just like, whoa, you know, this is this is really amazing products. And So it has been an absolute pleasure to kind of, you know, see how this has grown. And because I also know there's like a little bit of a story. I'm not sure whether that's something, you know, you want to mention here. (laughs) But I remember you you said, you know, like kind of because you and your hubby Tom was planning like your absolute wedding and then COVID hit. And then, you know, you guys had all this money saved for a wedding. So you decided, oh, well, why don't we just like exactly. invest that in yeah, our future? Was, yeah. I mean, it was like the universe kind of aligned to, because because I had, as you said, I'd always dreamed of doing something in the space of, of, you know, working on my own business that was eco-focused and that was, you know, like, that I felt had more meaning. And then, you know, we met at the same time that our wedding was kind of getting cancelled. And so exactly that, we decided let's not have a wedding. Let's just redirect these funds to something that we really want to do. So that was the time where we, we invested in, and became business partners and started working on that together. And it was, you know, it was, I don't regret that, that decision for a second. Um, and we're not having a wedding. We've shelved Actually, we haven't shelved. We've just forgotten about that. So um, that's exactly how it came about. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's amazing. And from this cleaning product, so you've kind of touched a little bit, you know, all the natural ingredients and things that you use. But like for some of our crazy birds, that's like on the verge, like not sure why all of these natural products is better. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Like, why would you say it is better? One of the things that I learned early on in our journey together with the botanist is how important this category particularly is in contributing to a toxic load. So obviously we get exposed to so many toxins, so many chemicals in our everyday lives. Some of those we don't really have any control over and some of those we do, as in the products that we buy, the food that we eat, especially the products that we use at home, because we use them almost every day over a long period of time, right? So the home home cleaning products and home care products and personal care products, they're one of the biggest contributors to this toxic load because they are laden with toxic chemicals that are that have sulfates, that have colorants, that have parabens, that many of which are endocrine disrupting chemicals, which means that they actually interfere with our body's natural hormone functions. That's from the health perspective. From the sustainability perspective, they these chemicals release volatile organic compounds in the air when we when we spray them on a surface or in the air they cause air pollution and on top of that of course when you wash them down the drain they can affect the marine life they can affect our waterways so 
The, the journey first started from us from a health perspective, but then as we learned more about it, we realized that, you know, as I was saying earlier, everything that we purchase, everything that we use has an impact in the environment. And for something that we use so often uh, across so many years, we need to make sure that we're minimizing that environmental impact as much as possible. So from the packaging we use to the ingredients that is that are inside the bottle, we wanted to make sure that they're not harmful, that they're biodegradable, and that the ingredients are made from nature as much as possible. I love that. And that is something that's so important, you know, especially now with like, I know a lot of people are still, you know, on this tiny house movement and, you know, want to be off the grid and you kind of recycle your water. And that is one of the really important elements when you are recycling your water and, you know, you're either using that to water your garden or you're actually cleaning and filtering it to, you know, give it a second go. That is so important to make sure that whatever cleaning products you are using, not just to clean the house, but actually personal cleaning products as well, that that does not contain these harsh chemicals because that just makes it so much more harmful for plants for you. And one of the things that I always tell people, you know, because especially like I don't have children, but I do have loads of people that do have kids and they are always so concerned about the cleaning products, you know, not as much as what they clean with, but that the cleaning cupboard is locked and that the kids don't have access to that. And that kind of made me think, you know, if you just use better products that is not going to be as harmful. You know, if your kid drink half a bottle of your hand sanitizer or of whatever product, you know, your kitchen cleaner, if it is a natural product, they, you know, might still have to go to hospital to get, you know, stomach pump. But it's not like they have drank half a bottle of bleach that is literally could be fatal. Absolutely. For, for children, um, for pets as well, you know, that's a huge concern for people as well, that it's pet friendly. But, you know, especially for children, there are immediate reactions to some of these chemicals that can be had, which can be very severe. But there's also reactions that can be had over a longer period of time. And maybe using them here and there won't cause any particular harm to your health. But we don't use them like that. We use them almost every day over years and years and years. So that prolonged, actually chronic exposure is what is super problematic. So, you know, there's the direct access to them that will have obviously quite potentially bad consequences. And then there's using them over a long time that also has bad side effects. And the other thing is, I think, and I think people are starting to uh, have become more aware of this because of the pandemic and obviously spending more time at home and, and spending more time becoming aware of cleaning but there's also people that are realizing that you don't need the harsh chemicals to get a good clean. You don't need them. You just, you don't, we don't have to disinfect everything all the time. Once in a while, if something is particularly in need of disinfection, you, you can and you should still using natural product, but we don't need to be disinfecting every surface all the time because actually that, that's not necessary and it also kills the good germs and all this kind of stuff. So using a mild cleaner that does the job is, is perfectly fine. Because I've been using now more like natural products for quite a few years. And I have found, you know, sometimes when you go into whether it is a shopping mall or actually just like a different store, sometimes they use all of this like fragrances to make this place smell so lovely. 
I cannot stand it. Like, you know, literally sometimes I start tearing up, um, like my nose, I started sneezing and it just shows me that what they are using, it's definitely not something natural. And I just end up leaving the place because I just can't handle it. And artificial fragrances are a really interesting one, actually. As I mentioned earlier, we only use pure essential oils in our, in our products. But artificial fragrance seems like quite an innocent, innocent thing because we love things that smell lovely and perfume and everything is, is fragrance in terms of the products we use. But it's actually one of the more, more, more um, sneaky culprits of these products because it's basically a mixture of chemicals, a cocktail of chemicals that creates a certain fragrance. Part of the chemical is that makes the fragrance last longer. Obviously, the smell lingers. It's not good. So actually, this this is this can be as harmful as another chemical that has a you know pretty long complex name. We just we we don't think of fragrance in such a way. So it is definitely something to be avoided, especially if you're thinking about putting it on the skin or anything like that, because it's essentially just a cocktail of chemicals that never has to get released because it's sort of sold as a, as a trade secret by brands that have this and it doesn't actually have to be disclosed on ingredients list so it's a tricky one that one yeah so definitely if you spot that on any container I would highly suggest just like put it back as fast as possible (laughs) I mean so we, we kind of touched on some of the sustainability aspects and things that you know so important for you guys but why would you say was that important for you when you kind of you know look at the specific packaging and your ingredients to like, you know, all the way through to your process as well. So again, it went back to how much we use these products over the course of our lifetime. And I read somewhere that the average household produces something like over a hundred kg of plastic waste a year, which is a huge amount. And, you know, we can imagine a lot of this comes from single-use plastics in our in our home care products. So for us, it was a way, um, you know, there's two things. One, the formula, make it as natural as possible so that when it goes back to the earth, it, it biodegrades and it doesn't cause any harm. And two, obviously the packaging. How do we minimize packaging so that people can continue to refill and reuse the bottle? So one of the things that we decided to do is to have um, glass bottles instead of plastic. And these bottles are refillable and reusable. So you, with most of our range, you would have the 500 ml bottle and then the three liter box refill, which will give you six 500 ml bottles. So it significantly helps to reduce the amount of of waste that you would otherwise generate from using conventional products. And then the other thing we did, which is a recycling program. So if someone happens to have excess glass bottles, um, even though we do have the refill, sometimes people sort of accumulate them. We would actually, we collect the, the old glass bottles and we wash them and reuse them. So they, they stay within our ecosystem as much as possible. Of course, sometimes there's damage and things like that. So it's not possible, but as much as possible, we, we reuse them. So, you know, it was just to, to minimize impact as much as we can. That was our ultimate outcome. I love that. And do, with like the refilling, do you have like refill stations, like maybe at different stores where people can just like bring their little container if they don't want to buy the whole three liter? We have done uh, pop-up stations before at various places. So we've partnered with some local cafes like Tom and Serge, which I'm sure you remember. We've done pop-up stations there. We've done, you know, right market stations. So we don't have a permanent one as yet, although we are working on that. There's just a few logistical things we need to work through. So we're working on getting 
permanent ones, but pop-up ones have been great. People come in with their empty bottles. It's so awesome to see. Um, you know, it is quite an effort still for people to do that. So that's why we try and do them in quite convenient locations like a cafe and restaurant. They can come get a coffee and refill at the same time. Just makes it a little bit funner for people. <laughs> um, and, and it's been great. And the response to that is, is really good. And I think the best part about it is, you know, even though we don't have, you know, hundreds of people coming to refill, it's just something that creates that conversation, sort of um, marketing around it. So people go, oh, I should maybe actually do that next time. So it just creates a bit more of a refill mindset, doesn't it? For someone that hasn't really thought of that before, you can just reuse things. Because I find a lot of people don't really know until you actually share with them, oh, you know what, you can actually refill this. You don't have to buy a new one all the time. Like your raw materials that you kind of put in the products, because that's really the essence of what the product is. Where do you guys source like the products? So as as far as our ingredients go, we actually don't have a very long ingredients list, which is obviously a great thing because Castile soap, as I as I mentioned, is the, the base of our products. It's um the main ingredient is olive oil. And it's basically olive oil, water, and you the process is long is what it is. So it's cooked over a long period of time and eventually uh, it makes soap. And then from that we make our various products and of course essential oils. Our raw ingredients come from a few different places. As you know, we, we can't source them where we live, so they do have to come from, from elsewhere. You know, olive oil comes from Tunisia, for example, or essential oils will come from France. You know, we do try and source things as close as possible, but we also have to keep quality in mind to make sure we're getting the best ingredients and quality. We've got a coconut oil that comes from Sri Lanka is another one. This is the one we use in um, a dish soap. So a few different places. And then everything comes to Dubai. Um, and we have a factory here in Dubai where we make everything from scratch. Oh, that sounds amazing. We'll love to go and visit the factory when I come yeah, and visit yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, I, I love that you guys try to source stuff locally because, I mean, currently where I am in Australia, that's like kind of a big thing. And even here, it's like, you know, oh, it needs to be WA source. So it's kind of, you know, closer, yeah. even yeah. even closer. Yeah. I mean, in the UAE, you're in the middle of the desert, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just love that. And I mean, you you guys have such a wide variety of products. When I left in 2019, there was only a few things that, you know, you could barely get because they were sold out most of the time. And like, what other products uh, can our crazy birds like find in your collection? Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, we started um, and when with Ruby and I got together, she already had the multipurpose, the kitchen, the bathroom. So after the, the cleaning collection was more or less complete, we added a couple of things. And then because we do a lot of surveys, we do a lot of talking to our customers and we kind of pick out the themes that come through in terms of what do people want to see from us and what do they want to swap out of their homes and, and make less toxic. So there's a few things that came out of that. So we've since launched more of a as I said, more of a home home care range. So we've got a room mist, a hand soap, and the sanitizer, which obviously was launched in the middle of the pandemic because we were using it so much and it was drying people's hands and created a, a non-drying essential oil scented sanitizer, which has been a real hit with people. And now we're working and we're very, very close to launching a body wash and a hand and body lotion. This is something really excited about because we have so many requests for this and I am really passionate about especially things you put on the skin what's in them what's you know it's the biggest organ in the body as we know and it absorbs so much so that's coming soon and then after that we will look at laundry which is another one of our most requested but you know we have a bit of a pipeline so those are the immediate ones 
and then laundry will be the big one after that. So just trying to sort of complete and really help people remove toxins, remove single-use plastics from, from every room of the house. And obviously that includes um, home, that includes body. So, yeah. Well, hopefully in the next uh, few months, we might see something for the fur babies as well, because you also have we a little, have, yeah. little fur we baby. We about that. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we have spoken about that. We want to do everything. We can't do it at the same time. But yeah. yes, that's definitely on the cards because that's uh another one that's tricky to find a clean you know dog shampoo and and stuff like that exactly exactly and to kind of stay consistent on that I mean there's so many scents that you guys have you know with all these essential oils but what scent would you say that's your favorite if you could only pick like one it's hard I would honestly I I know this is a this is seasonal, but we had a Christmas range and we had a few of our products in Christmas, uh, Christmas scents. And I just, I still have the kitchen cleanser. It's candy cane and it's Ooh. peppermint. I mean, it's delicious. So that's my personal favorite. <laughs> so many we have, um, and they're all quite unique and different. I absolutely love our hand sanitizer scents, lavender and peppermint, and it's so fresh and it's so calming. And I would say that's, that's my favorite. And it's one that you can kind of use all the time and get the benefits of benefits yeah. of so well, we have so many and each of them um, are quite unique and a, a different mixture of essential oils so it's hard to just pick one but if I had to I'd go with that one <laughs> Candy cane, yeah you guys have some great starter packs when someone wants to start with your products to you know purchase that and that gives them a really good idea of you know what you guys have to offer but if one of our crazy birds are like you know they can only try out one of your products, you know, what would you say is that one item that they need to try out first? I would say a dish soap is probably one I would go for. A dish soap, we use it all the time, we use it every day. It's on our hands, you know, almost every day. A dish soap is very, very gentle. It's made with olive and coconut oil, so it's extra gentle on the hands. Lime, lemon lime and peppermint essential oils very aromatherapeutic so you feel great after you've done the dishes obviously when it washes down you know it's not doing any harm it's just a feel-good experience and is that like a liquid in a liquid form or like it's a liquid dish soap okay. and the um you know aesthetically the bottle looks amazing next to the sink the glass and the bottle it looks nice it adds a nice little elegant touch to the kitchen so from that perspective as well it's very pleasing so yeah i would say it's a it's a it's a must that one. <laughs> oh well maybe it inspires some of us to wash dishes <laughs> yeah I love washing the dishes I find it really therapeutic <laughs> do you not love it <laughs> um, I love packing it in the dishwasher that's like my stint of loving <laughs> fair enough <laughs> yeah not a fan but if I have to do it at least if it smells great then that's great. exactly it helps it helps <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but I'm uh, I mean that's something that's really great to try out because I think one of the reasons why I don't like doing the dishes is that obviously I don't like wearing the gloves and then when I don't wear the gloves then I have like you know eczema so you know then then that kind of flares up but I'll definitely have to try out yours maybe yeah in fact a lot of people write to us and and say that they used to have that but then since they've used that dish soap their hands feel the skin feels lovely so I totally understand you your experience yeah Where can people like find your products? At the moment, we are only in the UAE, Mm -hmm. although we are working on hopefully being available in other markets very soon. We actually sell quite a lot online. You know, we have a lot of people that are 
that are coming online wanting to toss out all of their toxic cleaning products, bring in the starter pack and basically start fresh. So we have a lot of people coming on to buy the starter packs, as you mentioned, and then continuing to come back for the refills. We'll also sell at supermarkets. So at Spinney's and Waitrose, crate and barrel stores, a few small organic local stores. And as I said, we're working on hopefully making our products available in other markets soon. Oh, wow. That's, that. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I love that. I mean, I'm going to link all of that up in the show notes as well, because you've got on your website, I think there's a whole like list of like other places as well, you know, like the organic stores that you've mentioned. What would you say is kind of next for you guys? So next, as I said, from a, we're very focused on the on the product side of things and really completing the personal care, or adding rather to the personal care range with the body wash and the hand lotion because these are really really highly requested, and then laundry after that. So we want to make sure that we're covering those those products as well. So we're very busy on that front. That takes a lot of our energy because obviously there's so much product testing involved. You know, we want to make sure that everything is right. So we are almost there. So that's that's from a product perspective, um, the pipeline. And then you know we 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 are looking at other markets and seeing can we go make this range available in uh, elsewhere in the region, for example. So we're speaking to a couple of partners about that. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Let's see. Sounds great. <laughs> well, I'm I'm looking forward. I mean, obviously, I've been following you guys this journey for some time, and it's just really. You know, every time when I see like when you guys got into crates and barrel, it's like, oh, you know, this is amazing. That's like so great. And, you know, so with each step, it's it's just been been a pleasure to actually see you guys grow to what you are. We really appreciate that. And it's, it, it is very surreal for us as well when stuff like that happens, because, you know, it just seems like yesterday that we were scrambling overnight to get products ready in time to make it to launch them for spinnies because we we're part of this incubator program. And then to get into stores like Crate and Barrel and to see the response from the market, has been so, so amazing. And, and yeah, we just want to keep trying to do good work. You know, we're, we're certainly not perfect and we're listening to our customers all the time. Um, so can we improve our sourcing? Can we improve our, our packaging? We're actually looking at potentially changing our refill model a little bit so that it's even less waste and easier to, um, to get around. So, you know, there's just constant ways that we'll get improving things. That's what every company should be doing, you know. We're super young and we've got that mindset to just wanting to make sure we're doing better and better. And I think any company that is um, that, well, any company at all really should be, should be thinking the same way. How can they minimize impact? How can they improve the impact, the environment, et cetera? So what, what would you say has been one of your most important decisions that you've made around Mama Earth? Two things. One, one is very specific and very, you know, niche uh, and that is getting a water filter installed under our our sink which we did years ago and honestly it's game changing you know what it's like in Dubai everyone's you don't you don't drink the tap so everyone gets plastic bottles or the um the tanks but a lot of people still get plastic bottles to the house and it's so much plastic waste and getting that installed a few years ago is just game changing and it's it's awesome so I tell everyone that wants to listen about that, people should get that. And the other thing I think is more like a mindset shift. And it was really, you know, I think we're, we're a little bit caught up in just consuming a lot. You know, we're in that generation. It's very consumer, consumer culture. 
you know, back in the day, I remember we used to, my mom used to saw up the patches on, on the knees of, of, of pants and stuff like that. So we could keep wearing them. Of course, like I'm not suggesting we still do that, but there was a, a mindset of like reusing things and fixing things and, and use them where now it's very disposable. Um, I'll just buy the next thing. So I think it's been more of a mindset of, do you, can I fix this? Can I actually use this again? I don't just throw it away. Do I need to make this new purchase? Just rethinking purchases and disposing of things really. And actually that's, that's, that's helped quite a lot because there's loads of things that I've just continued using for a lot longer than I previously would have when I was just kind of maybe thinking, oh, I'll just get rid of that, you know? So it's just a bit of a mindset shift as opposed to a decision. And I mean, sometimes you can kind of challenge yourself. So that's, um, you know, something that I've been doing over the last year. I actually took a few courses in sewing and oh, yeah, brilliant. now I'm able to actually fix a lot of the stuff myself. But I mean, in, in Dubai, what I used to do is I would used to go to, there was an amazing tailor in Satwa and I would just like take all of my stuff. So when I had tablecloths that had like stains on or something, so, you know, I wouldn't necessarily use it as a tablecloth again. And I was like, let's make reusable bags from this. Like how many yeah. bags can I yeah, get out I mean, of this? Yeah, you've so. done such awesome work in, in that <laughs> space, the very creative stuff. So it's just awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely stuff that you could do. Well, thank you guys so much for listening so far. Uh, Before we dig into the final five, I just want to take a moment to say thank you for all of you crazy birds that's actually taken the time to go and rate and review the podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on wherever it is that you listen to it. And if you're still not unsure, like kind of, you know, how to do it, I have a link in my bio on Instagram, so Zero Waste Mariska, and you can just go and, you know, click the link, whichever you like kind of platform. And if you have a question, just ask. We'd love to help you guys. And today's review is from a crazy bird all the way in Australia, right here where I am. And it is from Elsby and her review, five stars. Thank you, Elsby. And it is This is the best podcast I listen to about sustainable living, very entertaining and informative. Thank you so much, Elsby, for the lovely review and Crazy Birds. Please do keep them coming. It really helps people to discover the podcast and just to become part of like our Crazy Bird clang. So it really, really helps and just helps me to continue to doing what I'm doing. So thank you so much for that. Well, let's dig right back into that final five. Number one is what is one social media account or publication that you follow? Um, One I really like is it's called Delightful News and it just gives you positive news from around the world. And I think sometimes you just need that. So it's a nice little positive thing to see in my feed. I love that. That one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sometimes we do need the positivity because there's loads of doom and gloom. What is your hope for Mama Earth going forward? My hope for Mama Earth is, is really just that there is more of a collective consciousness towards everyday decisions that that we do and how I guess it goes back to the previous point just kind of change of mindset rethinking things I just hope that more people adopt that very 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 soon because really if we each tweak a little bit 
of something here and there, it does have a massive impact. So whether that's what are you purchasing? Who are you purchasing from? Are you supporting the right businesses? Are you supporting the right brands? Just a collective sort of shift to to putting the planet first and not being too busy to, to think of that. And what advice can you give our crazy birds this week to actually help out Mama Earth? See, I wasted the, the, this answer on the previous question, but I'm going to go for the water filter again. Get a water filter installed. <laughs> yeah, it makes such a difference. And what is one sustainability fact that you like to use in a room with people that are not yet on a sustainable journey? Sometimes, oftentimes, it's the, the contributions to climate change. So meat, meat eaters and the impact of of that to the environment, maybe reducing, just understanding how much of agriculture actually contributes to climate change and CO2 emissions, et cetera. So that's one that kind of comes up a lot because I don't think people are that aware of that. Not that I'm specifically picking at meat eaters because I'm by no means vegetarian. I do eat meat, but I drastically reduce the amount of meat I eat because I learned that some time ago. So that one. That sounds great. And where can people actually find you, and I'm going to try my best to say it correctly, the botanist. The botanist, very good. Um, we are at thebotanistdubai.com. On our website, we have all of the locations at which we're available. And on Instagram, we are at thebotanistdubai. Awesome. Well, we are going to link it up for our crazy birds as well. So head over to the show notes where you can find all of those links right there for you guys, making it easy. Well, thank you so much for being such an amazing guest on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. That was really fun. And that's a wrap. Huge thank you for our amazing guest for being on the podcast and for sharing their journey with us. You can find the show notes of this episode on the mamaearthtalk.com's website. The biggest thank you goes out to all of you crazy birds for listening to the podcast. If you have not already listened to all of the episodes, you can go back to a few of them. You will absolutely love them. I really enjoyed recording every single one of them and I really hope that you enjoy listening to them. There's over a hundred episodes. So if you feel a little bit lost on which one to listen to next, Maybe select one of the episodes with guests that you might want to know more of and start from there. If you enjoy the episodes, why not tell a friend about the podcast and maybe share an episode with them? Let them know that we are here and we are waiting for them with open arms and they are all very welcome to join the crazy birds globally. If you have a question for me, please send them over. The best way to get in contact with me would probably be a DM on Instagram. You can either send it to my personal, which is at Zero Waste Mariska, or the podcast, which is at Mama Earth Talk, or send me an email at hello at mamaearthtalk.com. If there's a particular guest or topic that you would like to hear on the podcast, let me know. I love to hear from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every second Monday. So make sure to subscribe that you do not miss a thing. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.